Welcome to Field Notes by Ag Choice, a podcast series covering timely, relevant topics for Pennsylvania's agricultural and rural communities. Each episode will include an interview of an Ag Choice expert or one of our industry partners discussing information you need to know. My name is Rachel Sadison, and with me today is Katie Epstein, Loan Officer and Assistant Manager with Ag Choice Farm Credit. In this episode, Katie will review CFAP2, a second round of direct assistance for the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program. This funding is available to farmers who have experienced losses related to COVID-19 and was just announced last week. Katie will review the program and next steps that Pennsylvania farmers need to take to access the funding. Katie, thanks for joining me today. Absolutely, thanks for having me. So let's get started with some of the basics. What is CFAP2? How is the funding different than CFAP1? And what do farmers really need to know? That's a good place to start, Rachel. CFAP2 is a second round of funding for agricultural producers who continue to face market disruptions and associated costs because of the COVID-19 pandemic. It totals an additional $14 billion using funds available from the Commodity Credit Corporation, Charter Act, and CARES Act. You might remember that CFAP1 was available this summer and was the first round of direct assistance for farmers and ranchers, and for comparison, totaled $16 billion in direct funding. CFAP2 is similar to CFAP1 in that there are specific guidelines for each commodity on how the CFAP funding is calculated. Under CFAP1, commodities generally qualify for payments if their price declined by at least 5% for a specified amount of time, typically between January and April 15th. Under CFAP2, the 5% price decline is just one of the three methods to determine eligibility, and the time frame extends from April 15th to the end of the year. Additionally, CFAP2 is available for a much wider range of commodities than CFAP1 and includes goats, bison, tobacco, hemp, additional classes of wheat, and more. And same as the first round, CFAP2 is administered by the Farm Service Agency, and the application period opened earlier this week on September 21st and will remain open until December 11th. Great. So now that we know some of the basics, what's your perspective on how CFAP2 will help Pennsylvania farmers and who should apply? Well, with the expanded scope of CFAP2, many Pennsylvania farmers will be able to qualify for most, if not all, of their commodities produced. And that makes it a great program for Pennsylvania farmers. In CFAP2, payments are made for three categories of commodities. The first is the price trigger commodities, which I spoke about briefly, and anyone who utilized CFAP1 will be familiar with this approach. This is for commodities that meet a minimum 5% price decline over a specified period of time. Price trigger crops include corn, soybeans, barley, wheat, and more. Payments are based on your 2020 planted acres of the crop excluding preventative planting planting and experimental acres. Payments for price trigger crops will be the greater of the eligible acres multiplied by $15 per acre or the eligible acres multiplied by a nationwide crop marketing percentage multiplied by a crop specific rate and then the producer's 2020 
actual production history approved yield. I'm sure that second option sounds a bit complicated. Fortunately, the CFAP paperwork and your local FSA office can help you determine which method qualifies for your situation. And then if you're in the poultry industry, the calculation for broilers and eggs will be based on 75% of your 2019 production. If you're a dairy producer, payments are based on actual milk production from April 1st to August 31st, and production for September through December will be estimated by FSA. If you are a beef, hog, or sheep producer, payments are based on the maximum owned inventory of eligible livestock, excluding breeding livestock, on a date selected by you, the producer, between April 16th and August 31st, 2020. The second round is for flat rate crops. These are crops that don't meet the 5% price decline trigger of the first category or don't have data available to calculate a price change. For this category, payments are calculated based on 2020 acres multiplied by that same flat rate of $15 per acre. This would include alfalfa, hemp, and triticale, to name a few crops here in Pennsylvania. The third and final category is sales commodities. This includes specialty crops, aquaculture, nursery crops, and floriculture, and some other commodities not in the first two categories. Payment calculations will use a sales-based approach where producers are paid based on a five-year payment gradations associated with their 2019 sales. Now, one item to keep in mind is that there is a payment limitation for CFAP2 of $250,000 per person or entity for all commodities combined, which is similar to CFAP1. Now, this amount is a separate limit from CFAP1, so any payments received under CFAP1 don't impact the CFAP2 limitation. Good information. Thanks, Katie. What else do you think is important for farmers to know about CFAP2? Yeah, so there's two things. First, I would encourage you to learn more about CFAP2 and the specific details related to the commodities that you produce. Information is available from USDA at farmers.gov slash CFAP, or you can call the USDA at 877 877- to speak directly with a USDA employee who is ready to offer assistance. Again, you will apply for CFAP through your local FSA office, so once you have your information prepared, you'll want to reach out to them. And second, I want to emphasize that while this assistance from the federal government will be very helpful to agricultural producers this year, especially with the swings in commodity prices and uncertainty of markets, CFAP funds are taxable and may result in tax consequences on your operation. Certainly, tax planning is important every year, and especially in 2020 because of the extra government support programs this year due to the pandemic. I encourage you to consult with your accountant or tax advisor in the coming months. Katie, thanks so much for joining me on this episode to help us better understand CFAP2 and how farmers can apply for the funding. You're quite welcome, Rachel. Thanks for having me. 
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Listen to other episodes of Field Notes by Ag Choice posted at agchoice.com slash podcast.